Good morning, now, where this is Brother Maurice Hines, and I will be speaking from John chapter 19, verse 26 through 27. And when Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her to his own home. Now, it's important to remember here that when Jesus said these things, he was on the cross after having been beaten, tortured, disfigured. He's hanging on the cross dying, yet he is still concerned not about himself, but about his mother and about his disciple, John. Now, oftentimes when Jesus spoke, he would often deal with the heart of the matter. For example, when, when he spoke about the law to the religious priests and, and scribes and Pharisees, Sadducees, he would, also, he would often take it to a place that you and I would never really think about. So, for example, when he talked about adultery, he said, you have heard it said that thou shalt, must not commit adultery. But I tell you that he who looks upon a woman with lust has already committed adultery in his heart. He talked about hate and murder, how they're almost synonymous. He said, if you even hate your brother, you have already committed murder in your heart. You see, because at the core of every physical act is a heart issue. You know, Cain murdered his brother Abel long before he laid a hand on him. King David committed adultery committed adultery with uh, Bathsheba long before he ever touched her. But what I find interesting is that when, when it comes to sin, we typically talk about matters of the heart, and Jesus shows us that our heart is wicked and we've sinned long before we've committed the act. But when you talk about doing good deeds, rarely do you see things, things being okay and things being right just staying in your heart, just staying in your mind. Instead, we see things like James, where James tells us that faith without works is dead. We see John, the, the disciple that Jesus loved and the one whom he entrusted to care for his mother Mary. In 1 John 3:16 through 18, he says, By this we know love, that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers. But if anyone has this world's goods, and sees his brother in need, yet closes his heart against him, how does God's love abide in him? Little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and in truth. In other words, don't talk about it, be about it. So what can we learn from what Jesus was saying to his mother and to the disciple that he loved? Well, first of all, in Christ, we are literally family. Let's go back for a moment to Luke chapter 8, verse 19 through 21. Jesus says, or, or uh, Jesus states after Peter makes a statement. Peter makes a statement. He says, listen, Jesus, haven't we left everything? We, we've left everything to follow you. And then, and then there's a point where Jesus is surrounded by a crowd, and people are coming up to him, and they say, hey, Jesus, because his mother uh, and his brothers were trying to get to him, and, and they couldn't get through the crowd. So somebody came up to him and said, hey, you know, your, your mother and your brothers are standing outside. They're wishing to see you. And Jesus answered them and said, my mother and my brothers are these who hear the word of God and do it. See, Jesus wasn't 
demeaning his mother or demeaning his, his earthly brother. He was just esteeming obedience to God. He was making a point that those who are in God, those who are trusting in God and walking in his ways according to his word, those are my brothers and sisters. And then again, in Mark chapter 10, verse 29, he says, Truly I say to you, there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or lands for my sake and for the gospel who will not receive a hundredfold now in this time houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecutions and in the age to come eternal life. Now, I'm sure when Jesus spoke those words to his disciples and to those who are following him, John had no idea that they would become a reality not long after. You see, John and Mary, who shared no bloodline, were now blood-related by the shed blood of the Lamb. John and Mary, watching Jesus being persecuted on the cross, standing there, Jesus saying, Behold your mother. Jesus saying, Behold your son. So how can we apply what Jesus said to them, to our, to our lives? What can we learn from that? Well, first we can put our love and our faith to work. If we are commanded to love the world, commanded to love our neighbors, we're even commanded to love our enemies, how much more are we then to, to love and to take care of one another as brothers and sisters in Christ? In Galatians chapter 6, it says, Brothers, if anyone is caught in, my trans, in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Keep watch on yourself, lest you too be tempted. Bear one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. It goes on to say, and let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. So then, as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone and especially to those who are the household of faith. So how can we do that? Well, number one, I just recommend that we pray for one another. And I mean really pray for one another by name. If, if the Lord drops a name in your heart or, or if you become aware of a situation that somebody is going through, write that name down. Begin to pray for them right there on the spot. Put them, put them in your notes. Put, put them in your phone, something that can remind you that during your prayer time throughout the day, in the evenings, whenever that is, pray for them by name. Be specific. Be intentional. Number two, be quick to act on good deeds. You know, when that thought comes into your mind, oh, so-and-so needs, I heard they need something. Oh, I can see that there's a need here. Or, you know what, they look like they need a, an encouraging word. But then you start to think, is that the Lord talking to me or is that myself? Should I really do it? They, it? They don't really need all that. No, be quick to act spontaneously on good deeds. Don't think too hard about it because you'll easily find a reason to talk yourself out of it or you'll wait just long enough to forget. Thirdly, plan. Plan a good work. Add it to your schedule. Maybe it's just a phone call. You know what, today I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call somebody, just give them an encouraging word. I'm just going to call somebody just to let them know that I love them. Fill a need with, with your money, with your time, with your efforts. However big or small you may think it is, if you know that there's a need there, you fulfill that. Take the, go out of your way and, and, again, take the time to pick up the phone. Or, and I know we're doing social distancing right now, so now's not the time to maybe visit folks, but maybe FaceTime them. 
Um, you know, let them see your face. Let them know that you're thinking about them. You, you might be surprised at, at the joy that comes with the sacrifice. And as our Lord and, and Savior, Jesus was dying on that cross, he was still making sure others were taken care of. So let us try to model that example and do the same. For if God, God Almighty, God of the universe, our creator, is willing to do it, we should have no problem doing it. For the last shall be first, and the first shall be last. Let us pray. Father, first, we just want to say thank you. We want to say thank you because you are good, because you are kind, you are loving, and we don't deserve the goodness that you show us every single day, Father God. Every heartbeat, every breath that we take, Father God, is a gift and a grace and a mercy from you. So we just want to say thank you so much. We thank you for, for your son, our Lord, our Savior, Jesus Christ, being the ultimate sacrifice for our sins. And, God, we just want to praise your holy name in gratitude. Uh, your love and your kindness is matchless, Lord. Nevertheless, we pray for your strength and your spirit, Father God, to match that love that you've shown us that we can show it toward one another, Lord. Father, we ask for your forgiveness. We ask for forgiveness for being selfish. We ask for forgiveness for any passivity, God, about the things that pertain to you in loving our neighbor uh, and not loving like we should and loving our brothers and sisters in Christ. Father God, we, we pray for your spirit, the power of your spirit to work in us, God. You have told us in your word that the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is alive and well in your people. Father, help us to embrace that truth, to remind ourselves that you are with us, not theoretically, Father God, but you are with us every single moment. You are living in the lives of your children, Father God. You speak to us, Father God. Help us to hear you when you speak and help us to respond when you speak, God, and help us to be encouraged when we see the joy and, 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 and the fruit that comes from walking in obedience, God. Help us to not listen to ourselves when we talk ourselves out of doing what you've called us to do, Father God, but to be bold and to be courageous and to walk in the power and the might of the Holy Spirit, Father God, that far surpasses anything that could ever come against us, including ourselves, Lord, that we will be a light unto the world, Father God, and that in all of it you would be the glory. For it is by our love for one another that the world will know we are your disciples. So may our good works shine bright that they might glorify you in heaven, Father God. We pray these things in the mighty name of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, and that our comforts and the things that we hold dear at times, Father God, will be nothing compared to walking in obedience and loving the way that you loved us, even when you were being persecuted. So, Father God, we thank you. We praise you. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you his peace. Amen. Thank you, Nowhere. That concludes our prayer time for this morning. Um, we look forward to being on the line with you again in the morning. In Jesus' name, y'all. Have a blessed day.